0: This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another!
1: (laughs) What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another new episode of Film on Tap, where we've got the tap that never runs out this is our last episode of 2022 thank you for tuning in thank you for listening thank you for watching just wanted to say that at the start but today we've got not only a jam packed show but we've also got two very special guests two people who have been on the show before and figured why not close out the year with some awesome guests so we've got jeffrey Kahn returning today and we've also got craig gainer or G- how do you pronounce your last <laughs> uh, Ga- 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 here
2: it's got Ga- got Ga-
1: Garnier? Yeah, Yeah, I knew it was wrong as soon as it left my mouth.
2: (laughs) Think of of Garnier Garnier, Garnier Fructise. You ever hear that shit? It's
3: like
2: like that, but completely different. Get no Garnier.
1: (laughs) Garnier. Oh, you took me down the completely wrong path.
2: Yeah, That's, that's
3: That's how
1: confusing it is to say my name you know, Gagne, it's nothing like that. So here's how it, it's like, what?
2: they both start with a G and it was an R. There's an N in the middle. I think. Yes.
1: Gotcha. Okay. okay. Either way, I'm equally enraged. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Whatever, whatever name he's called by, yeah. he's just barbarian yeah, to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and also today I'm joined by my wonderful co hosts Nancy and Andres. As always, a pleasure to have you both on the show again with me here. So let's just jump right into today's show. We've got a bunch of topics to talk about but at the start we got to jump right into this dc is um it's a little messy right now you know james gunn and peter saffron are trying to clean it on up And some big things were announced in the past couple of weeks, some things that have upset fans, enraged fans even. It was not only announced that we're probably going to be getting a reboot of the DCU, but that also means that Henry Cavill is officially out as Superman, that officially a Wonder Woman 3 is not moving forward, so we don't even know if Gal Gadot is going to be back. Probably not. We don't know what the future of Shazam and Aquaman and, you know, Ben Affleck's Batman, The Flash. We don't know what's going on with any of these things. It's a bit of a mess right now, but... We're going to be talking about the things that have been confirmed what do we think about this what do we think about cavill being out a reboot of the dcu you know what how do we feel about this let's start with con how do you feel about all this
3: i mean i get why people are upset at the whole like kind of cavill's not coming back a lot of people are upset that godot's not coming back but i think if you're going to do a hard reset you have to start over like completely and that mm-hmm. like that means cutting off everybody um no matter if you like them or not uh, i think james gunn and his producing partner have a plan and so we kind of just have to trust that that plan has you know has good cast members to fill in those roles down the road and uh mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens when those castings are announced but i think for now i think that's the right thing to do is just cut start start fresh like the slate and yeah move forward.
1: Okay, all right. The cold-blooded treatment. All right, Khan's like just fucking, st- just start a fire. Dude. Yeah, just <laughs> set it ablaze. <laughs> Let it burn.
2: Some so people just like. To see How about the world you, Craig?
1: Burn. How do you feel about this madness?
2: Yeah, so like you know, Khan's Con, one of those people who just likes to see the world burn, which is, of course, yeah. a uh, reference to The Dark Knight, which is uh, when Heath Ledger. <laughs> <laughs> when Heath Ledger was announced as no, always, to I'm, that I'm actually trying this together. When Heath Ledger was announced as the, as the Joker. Everyone lost their minds and said this was horrible. When Robert Pattinson was cast as Batman, everyone lost their minds and said this is horrible. This is the same fan reaction we've seen over and over again. And then when they see the product that they were actually given, they'll say, "Oh my God, this is amazing." So I think that a lot of people are overreacting. I think a lot of people are disappointed and sad. But at the end of the day, it's like you know, let's let's wait and see what we get because at the end of the because you know the DCU wasn't working uh, financially. It wasn't working from you know like a, a you know a story standpoint you know look, look i'm upset we were supposed to have three different movies with michael keaton playing batman in them now we might get one you know we don't know if it's you know we you know it's like as long as they don't cut him out of the flash or you know so there are things that i'm personally upset about but i'm not going to you know be um you know i'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not gonna call for their heads because these are professionals who have a track record of giving us amazing content go see the uh guardians holiday special for the most <laughs> recent thing they did and uh you know i, I want to see what they do before uh i call for them to be fired like like so many people okay. on the internet <laughs> okay. Sounds reasonable. all
1: right yeah. fair enough okay well, now we went from cold blooded to reasonable nancy where do you fall
0: <laughs> yeah i've got with the on the same page as craig is I think it's ridiculous that people are, you know, booing James Gunn and coming for him and just think that he's gonna fuck all this up. You know, we haven't seen what the end product is yet. So I think you have to give him a chance before you say, oh, this is just completely stupid what he's doing. And this, you know, along the same lines of, uh from a personal standpoint that sucks for henry cavill that he doesn't get to be a superman again after he just announced it and then also uh i believe he gave up doing the witcher for coming back to do this so that kind of sucks in that realm but i he's henry cavill i'm sure he's gonna get more yeah, he'll roles be fine
2: he, he, already be. Yeah, he already did
3: yeah, he's yeah. already got Warhammer. Go. <laughs> yep.
2: yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. Yep. So he's already he's rebounded. Be fine. <laughs> he's going to be fine. I also think that you can't, uh, again, you can't really judge what they're doing yet mm-hmm. until you see what the final product is. And ultimately, he obviously has a plan. And we haven't even heard, or at least I haven't heard, what the exact reasons are for cutting all these things out. It could be financially. It could be just a creative, clean slate. Um, So until I hear all that and hear the justification, I'm not going to, you know, jump on James Gunn and say he's awful what he's doing for the DCU. I think it's ultimately going to pan out.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think they're leaning more so into the reboot thing because they even just announced that they cut uh, Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot's cameos from The Flash. So they're really trying to just, like, erase everybody.
4: (laughs) Andres, really tell us how you feel. (laughs) Oh, I'm so curious. Okay, so... Everyone knows I'm a huge fan of Henry Cavill's Superman. Buckle up. <laughs> but, 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 here, but here's the thing. So, so me being a big fan of it and being a fan of his performance, despite however the writing on all his DCU movies turned out, you cannot argue that he was not exactly what we needed in the Superman. Like, he captured the physicality. He had sort of... The 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 sort of uh, being aloof at certain points as Clark, and then being just more serious as his home life Clark, and then just being that definitive Superman. But we never really got a chance to see him, for lack of a better word, fly really in that role. But the other thing too is with Gun basically resetting the entire universe. I understand. I understand. It hurts but at the same time with him cutting out all these cameos I think that's personally the wrong way to go because you I mean I would like a chance for us as the audience to be able to say goodbye to these versions of these characters because if you look at it, this is almost unprecedented as well too no cinematic universe has had to go on for years and stop right off the bat I mean or stop a few years later on down the line so Honestly, I think it would have been a much better idea to announce this slate after the Flash has come out because the problem that James Gunn and Pierce Saffron are going to be facing forward is that people are going to, I mean, I highly doubt as many people are going to go see Flash or um, Shazam or even Aquaman because it's like, well, why are we seeing this if this is not all, if all these planted seeds are not going to become something later on down the line? So, honestly, th- this is a tough situation for both of them to be in. I agree with why they've done it, but by God, whoever is going to take the role of Superman after Cavill, you have massive shoes to fill. And personally, I don't feel that we're going to get one better than Cavill anytime soon. I mean, like, it took how many Superman before we got Cavill after Reeves? Like, we had freaking Dean Cain, we had Brandon Routh, and you could argue... That there were elements that worked and other elements that didn't work. Whereas with Cavill, he was everything that we wanted in a Superman, all wrapped up in a great package. And the problem is, this is just, it's not Snyder it's James Gunn's fault, it's not Pierre Safran's fault, it's not Henry Cavill's fault. This all just comes down to gross mismanagement. And I understand why people are upset, I just feel that they're being upset at the wrong people, if that makes any sense.
2: Well, in uh-huh. in general, the problem is that DC at Warner Brothers never had a Kevin Foggy. So now they said, we're going to bring in James Gunn to be our Kevin Foggy. And and people are getting upset that he's actually making decisions. It's like well, no, no. This is this was why you were bad. So yeah. But I mean, and when, you, when you said about Henry Cavill, you know, I I agree with you that Henry Cavill was fantastic. But you'll say you know no one will be able to you know hold a torch to that. It's like well, look, you know, people thought about when Jack Nicholson played the Joker. Said so, no one said no one will be able to play the Joker like this again. And then Heath Ledger did it, and he said no one will be able to play the Joker like this again. And then we got Jared Leto. So I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> look,
3: <laughs> so <laughs> you guys are wearing the <laughs> but,
4: for, but for every Jared Leto, we get a Joaquin Phoenix. You know what I mean? So there we go.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> I mean,
4: I mean, human human but, but I'm not human. saying I'm not saying that no one could could do it better. I'm just saying it's going to be really big shoes to fill on that one. So you know, God bless whoever's going forward on that front because it is going to be a an uphill battle. And with guns writing, I, with guns writing, and with him, I mean, mm-hmm. the rumors are that he's possibly directing because if. If we're gonna follow this in the TV logic, the big the big talent always directs and writes the first episode, or in this case, it'll be the first movie, and that sets the tone for everything going forward. I mean, I would love a, a James Gunn directed and written uh, Superman movie, but we're at least getting a written movie, so it's like okay, yeah. we're 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 there, we're we're halfway there, and I do love, I mean. I remember hearing this news and immediately Gunn was like, uh, just keep in mind that it's not going to be an origin story. And I'm like, great, great. I don't need to see Krypton blow up again. (laughs) We've had that so many times. So, yeah. I mean, everything (laughs) Gunn is saying is right. But in terms of everyone being upset, everyone has a right to be upset, but don't be upset at, at Pierce Afrin or James Gunn or Cavill. This is... Warner Brothers' mismanagement, and this is all their fault entirely, I would say.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, I just feel like from a creative standpoint, the DCU was just failing incredibly. It, just, it felt like this mishmash of just, like, it wanted to be a universe, and then he had all these standalone projects, and then it wasn't really doing anything with its huge capstone characters like Superman. Like, yeah. leaving Superman on the sidelines when you're trying to build a DC universe was just a gross mismanagement of your characters and, of course, your talent. I mean, Cavill was... The perfect embodiment of superman but he never really got to be the superman i think that he always had the potential to be and i just the only thing i'm upset about in the situation is just how mishandled he was in this whole thing i mean having the studio tell him you know yeah announce that you're back as superman you know enjoy and then literally a month later no now i'm not superman anymore and that's done it's just it's heartbreaking to see the way they've treated him and honestly i hope he stays away from warner brothers for a long time because it's justified and i want him to have like crazy success Oh much yeah, much no absolutely. Component. But but the other
4: the other very weird thing about this is that'd that be great this if he old... we went to Marble. Well <laughs> <Marble>. well <laughs> he was he was over at the Avatar premiere, guys, so yeah, who knows? Yeah, I know, I saw that. Maybe,
1: <laughs> maybe, he's going, maybe he's turning blue. Yep.
4: <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's
1: turning blue. But they, this they, is they, like a super jacked Na'vi. <laughs> they
4: can see but let me show you jacked. the way.
1: Oh, but, <laughs> but, but, the other, but the other the
4: weird perfect. thing that no one brings up is that this will be the third time DC has rebooted their extended universe. Because the first time, they attempted to do it with Green Lantern, and Green Lantern was a huge bomb. And then the second time was Man of Steel. And then with this new, for, for lack of a better word, the Gunverse, this is going to be the third time that they're going to be rebooting um, an entire extended universe. So uh, who knows? Maybe third time's a charm.
1: And I, I also hope that they don't like try to recast these people in different roles, because it's like you're not going to be able to really distinguish... The two characters, like I know, they're trying to. They're, there's rumblings that Jason Momoa is going to be playing Lobo after he's done with Aquaman because Aquaman's going to get, you know, removed. And it's just like, no, I'm just going to see Aquaman in like, with in a different costume, and that's going to like take me out of it. And I think it would
4: take but a lot of the audience. How out much of it. Fe- and then love, they're lo- saying?
2: Lobo's lo- lo- blue, totally different.
4: <laughs> totally totally yeah, different cause, cause, how about yeah well, totally wow you, you know what's going to be the most awkward thing though what if Gunn recasts his wife as a completely different character in in this new dc universe and it's just like no 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 no, no. it's a completely different character guys there, there's no hall court in this whatsoever oh, she's gonna be wonder woman i'm just
1: kidding <laughs> <laughs> no a lot of people are saying that she might be the new wonder no. woman <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, just I don't know. It's just a mess over there. And I feel like a lot of people are there complaining, they're bitching. And I'm just like, yeah, it's going to get messy before it gets better. He's got to clean up this whole mess. He's got to create a whole new universe, cast new actors. You know, it's an unenviable task for anybody. And I just feel like you give it a few years. Finally, when he's able to come out with those first few projects, judge it then, you know, like let let the guy work Let the the cook cook you know let him do what he's got to do and you know let's see what he's got i trust Gunn because i do think that he handles comic book properties well he has an affinity for the characters He knows how to treat them i feel like there's a lot of thought and care put into this universe that they're going to be creating they have like a 10-year plan or something like that is what i've heard and i'm excited to see where it goes because i want to see how he handles you know these really beloved characters that i feel like have been really mishandled uh for the most part but yeah that's just it's a mess and we have to hope that it gets better but we're going to shift gears now we're going to be talking about some big trailers that dropped the past couple weeks a bunch of stuff dropped. but we're going to be talking about some notable ones the first of which we got to talk about it the movie we've all been waiting for the movie that is going to take the world by storm next summer and that's barbie let's talk about barbie people we got our first teaser trailer for barbie and i can't believe that we can talk about barbie and 2001 a space odyssey in the same breath this is a whole <laughs> new world there's a whole new world that we're talking about now Let's talk about this teaser trailer. What do we think of it? Are we excited for the movie? Let's start with Nancy. How are we feeling about Barbie?
0: What a smart fucking way to do a teaser trailer. I was not excited about this movie at all. And then when I saw the teaser trailer, which Con, thank you, sent to our... Group chat. I kind of (laughs) rolled my eyes. I was like, "This fun." Here we go. And and it was good. Like, what? It it was just so smart to like do the whole space odyssey thing and uh, like. It was just so smart to do teaser trailer with that. And I said I feel like it sets the tone of how the movie is going to be of just over the top, outlandish. It's gonna be ridiculous. That's what you're gonna expect. And I'm so excited for it. And I was I thought they were gonna bank on just the nostalgia of Barbie, and I was never one to play with Barbies growing up. I hated Barbies. I think I had
1: Ooh, i take it, I think
0: coming. I I think I actually <laughs> Asked for the Barbie Dream House for some reason, but I didn't. Even
1: though you hated Barbies, yeah,
0: I was like, I just want her
1: home.
3: So I was like eight going on forty.
0: No, it was like eight going on forty. I was like, oh, like a two-story house. That sounds amazing. Like a a bathtub, like lounging. Great. Fuck the Barbie. I don't need it. Like go away. Uh, But I needed the house. But anyways, um, no. So I think it was just very smart to do it that way. I almost thought they were going to do it. When, i mean we still don't know but i'm curious if they're going to do it in the way they did the brady bunch where it was um you know when they did the brady bunch movie it was very much and they were stuck in the 60s and how they saw things and the world was as it was in current times so i'm very curious if they're going to do that with barbie where it's like they're very over the top uh ken and Barbie but the rest of the universe is how it is present day. So I'm excited about it now. Again, super smart way to do a teaser trailer.
1: Okay. All right. What, what do we think? Andres, how'd you feel about this one?
4: Oh, I am so incredibly disappointed that I've gone to go see Avatar twice, once in Dolby, <laughs> once in IMAX, and this trailer has not played in front of it. What the fuck guys? Let me see this trailer. In front of it. Having said that, I love this teaser trailer. I love everything about it. Just uh, like like you said, Nancy, I did not give two shits about Barbie from all the production troubles that we've heard about this over the years with, uh, with Hasbro, I believe. This being attached to Amy Schumer at one point, this being attached to multiple, multiple leads all throughout the years. And it just sounds like it was a mess. But I think the big X factor going into this is going to be Greta Gerwig's direction and her writing on this, and her last couple of films have been like, uh, put, like in the top ten every year that they've come out for me. So honestly. I couldn't be more excited about this and this teaser trailer. All I know is that when when opening weekend comes when it faces off against Oppenheimer, I'm gonna be seeing Barbie first. Or maybe I might go see Oppenheimer and end off the night with Barbie. Just as just pleasure. like whatever happens, you'll end the night mm-hmm. off in a positive note. And this trailer is just it's so much fun. I I, I cannot wait to see this
1: awesome awesome all right wow i didn't expect to see andre so amped about barbie i love it
4: i love it i'm a toy collector <laughs> there you go okay uh,
1: all right now i got a watching weird. toy story too yeah, i got a <laughs> little weird uh, how about how about you craig what'd you feel about this one
2: yeah no i, I thought the trailer was as, as you guys said it was, it was a it was a perfect way to, to announce this film um you know and it's not not just gerwig but she's also co- you know co-wrote the film with uh, partner Noah Baumbach, and it's like you you take these two oh. indie you know, these two indie greats, and you're combining them on this project. It's like it's like how does this make, how is this going to make sense? And uh, you know they show they show us right off the bat how it's going to make sense. They they make it super funny, tongue in cheek, but also super uh, just like true to the product. Uh, and and yeah, and it's just like like the, you know we didn't get clearly much about the story and whatnot but the cast look picture perfect like like margot roby looks like a goddamn barbie doll uh you know <laughs> ryan gosling and simu leo is there like ken doll apart parts and whatnot it's like you know everything looks they look like the actual toys it looks fantastic the the uh in the humor is clearly going to be there uh it's going to be a good one uh i'm clearly going to see oppenheimer first though
1: <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Little uh, ping pong match between Andres and Craig now. Okay, all right. <laughs> I,
2: think, I, think, I think Andres is going to let Jen pick which one they see first. Oh, she's already picked.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it's Barbie. Come on, it's got to be Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Con? Uh, what do you think of this
3: trailer? Speaking of which, the Oppenheimer trailer also dropped today. But, um, yeah, I think this, this was so brilliant. Uh, I think if you've seen someone on Twitter posted the side-by-side of the Barbie trailer with the, the sequence they use for 2001 yeah, yeah. and it's like spot on. Um, yeah. This looks awesome. I think the casting of like Simu Liu, Kingsley, Ben and Deer and Ryan Cousins, Ken dolls is genius. Um, and yeah, it looks really good. And my only question is who, which pop artists are they going to get to cover uh Barbie girl for this movie? Because oh. you know, that's going to happen.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely going to happen. Credits.
3: So, Oh my God. I think, yeah, I mean, mean it just, good. It looks like a like uh, like most
1: of you guys I just I didn't really give a f- shit about this movie before the trailer came out I'm not a huge Greta Gerwig fan I'm just I don't know she's just not for me I don't really like her Style, it just her movies just haven't really clicked for me, so I was a little bit hesitant. But like what I'm seeing here, like the trailer is not only super clever with the whole 2001 spoof, but I love the look of the movie. It looks bright, it looks vibrant. The casting, like you guys said, looks amazing. Just, the, just like it's amazing how just like little glimpses with no dialogue, maybe last two seconds, just made me smile and laugh. Like just seeing Ryan Gosling in that one shot, seeing Simu leo just like with that shit-eating grin. Like it's just all <laughs> great. It's all great. I, I just it looks so like so much fun. I. Just, just want to know what this movie is going to be about. That's what I'm really excited about because if you look it up on imdb the plot like it it's it, it just like a story that like happens to barbie that's like i think that's literally what it says it's it doesn't give you anything so i'm really excited to see what this movie's about but i think in terms of a teaser trailer i can't wait to see more and i'm really excited for this movie and i'm i'm hoping it's as, just as fun and entertaining as i think it's going to be and i think i'd do the same thing as andres i think i'd see oppenheimer first get the you know the dark intense movie out of the way yeah. and then just have like the upper that is barbie yeah. right after yeah. which Watch Barbie ends yeah. up being way de- depressing. <laughs> 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 it's, it's actually about Barbie's depressing. struggle with her identity and how she's also slowly dying.
4: <laughs> oh my god. And it's, it's it, and it's actually a dizzy crossover with Sid's experimentations on her. Oh, oh god. god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, okay, I that definitely took a dark turn. Yeah, It's actually
1: a Sid origin story. We just don't know
2: it. <laughs> Andres is playing Sid. That's why he knows.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that yeah, this is also true. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and another big trailer that also came out in the past couple weeks. We got our first uh, big teaser trailer for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which is, I think, the part one of uh, the next two movies that are coming out. So uh, we got our first teaser trailer here, which is bright. It's vibrant. It's exciting. There's so many freaking spider man I mean, it's given No Way Home will run for its money and then some. There's just so much going on in this teaser trailer. What did we think? Let's start with Craig. What did you think of this teaser trail?
2: Um you know, I uh, only got to watch the first half of the teaser trailer because I didn't know we were going to talk about it until the show started. So <laughs> oh, that's it honest. Was, uh, yeah, look, I'm not okay, I uh <laughs> But uh, I, I, love the, I love the first film. I'm, I was a little disappointed <laughs> to hear that the... I love the first
1: one, so I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but, like,
2: I was disappointed to hear that the, the three directors from the first film aren't coming back. However, despite mm-hmm. that, I feel like the, the look and feel of this feel uh, is seems... You know, it seems identical to the first, and you can't, you know, you can't really tell that they switched it up. So, I'm, I'm excited. It looks good. The first one was amazing. This one's going to be too.
3: Awesome. Short, concise. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Con, what do you think of this teaser? Uh, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think one of the new directors also did work for Avatar The Last Airbender. The show, not the Chang'an movie. Yes. So, mm-hmm. that gives me some hope that, you know, you've got someone who's really good at animation to to be a part of it but yeah this looks good um i think if this movie is even like 75 percent as good as the first one it'll still be amazing because uh, i love mm-hmm. the first movie so much um yeah i think it was just really smart to frame that trailer um mostly through the conversation between miles and his mom just to to start the movie out with heart and then the explosion of spider-man on screen uh to, to end it uh so that was really fun That's and so yeah this, this looks amazing and i will be there
1: hopefully night Awesome. All right. Okay. Well, I feel like we're getting up there with, in terms of excitement. We, we started with Craig. We're like, yeah, looks good. So, Oh yeah. I'm really excited. about it. <laughs> Nancy, continue the crescendo. What do we got?
0: I love Tom's explanation of explosion of Spider-Man. Explosion, explosion of, Spider-Man. of Spider-Man. They should just market it that way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Literally, an explosion of Spider-Man. Some guy on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Where's my pull quote? Nancy? No, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, like Craig said, I really, really like the first one, and I, watching this trailer, I think it looks just as good as the first one. So um, I didn't know that they were using different directors. So, but that says something in the fact that um, you know I didn't notice the difference between the first and the second one in terms of the trailer. So I think this is going to look really good, just like Khan said, framing it in the terms of that conversation that he's having with that you know in the beginning. Uh, I think that was a perfect way to do this trailer. And I'm super excited to see what other Spider-Man we're going to get. You know, we got a uh, was it okay, was it Spider-Ham or was it Peter Parker?
3: It's both. It's both. Yeah, it's both. Spider-Ham. Oh, it's okay. a trick well, it's question. question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a Spider-Man it's, um, is Peter Parker.
0: So, so, you get to see what, yeah. Yeah, So, I I'm, I'm excited to see what other characters that we get. So, but, yeah. I think it's going to be great.
1: Okay. Andres, are you going to continue the train of positivity?
4: Let's see. Um so when this trailer dropped (laughs) i i sent it to everybody in that thread literally like what 10 minutes before it was supposed to premiere I was like oh my god it's coming it's coming yeah
1: you sent the trailer and i clicked on it i was like we'll be live in 10 minutes i'm like andre did you send me a link to the like the waiting room (laughs) i was like are you kidding me jesus keep it in your pants
4: (laughs) (laughs) now now with everything going on with with from the last film. The last film, I kind of was like, I wasn't really all that excited for it because, you know, it's, I mean, I thought it was just going to be too much of a good thing where it's like too many, too many Spider-Man in one movie. It's not going to feel focused. Boy, was I wrong with that one. Then that one turned out to be one of the biggest surprises of the year for me for that. And my anticipation for this just went up even further. But just seeing how much how much stuff they add to this, but there still feels like there is a... There still feels like there's heart to it, and there feels like there's a through arc. And that's just even in the teaser trailer. So... And then you get the full blast meal of all these different Spider-Men going after Spider-Man and Gwen. And, like, I remember as 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 we were watching the trailer, I was like, wait a minute. I saw the Neversoft Spider-Man right there. I saw the PS4 Spider-Man right there. I saw Spider-Man 2029 right there, and Spider-Man <laughs> Unlimited. Like, it was just so many deep cuts. I was like, oh, my God. They really are shoving everybody into this movie. But... Yep. But apart from all that, I am ridiculously excited. I can't wait to see what the spot is going to look like in this because the spot has been revealed to be the overall antagonist for both into the uh no for um for across the Spider-Verse and the third film. I think the third film is tentatively titled Beyond the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. So, it's mm-hmm. so this is going to be this is going to be an epic saga that we've not seen before in animation. So, I cannot wait for it. I just hope they don't go down the same route that they did in the portrayal of Namor, where all of a sudden it's like, oh no, he's an anti-hero, but he did murder the Queen of Wakanda, right? Like, for for Miguel O'Hare for Spider-Man 2099, there is that moment where Gwen goes I thought we were the I thought we were the the heroes and then he just like has this like gruffly dark menacing like we are and I'm like uh don't make Spider-Man 2029 the freaking the freaking villain don't don't make him go down the irredeemable path I would say but apart from that I'm really excited for this freaking movie
1: <laughs> Well I'm glad to hear we're all excited about cuz I think it looks freaking fantastic too I mean mm-hmm. I really like that you know for the f- first like half of this trailer it's really just like a conversation between miles and his mom which i wasn't expecting because i figured it was gonna go out of its way to really introduce all these different spider-men and just show you how crazy and wild it was so to ground it like that was a really smart move because it gets you right back into that like emotional seat where you're like oh yeah i love these characters i love this world and then it's just like concept an explosion of spider-men and like you're in you know different universes and it looks colorful and it's popping off the screen and it just looks like it's going to be such a blast and overwhelming in terms of just you know the animation styles and everything that's being thrown at you and I, I mean the first one was a huge surprise for me i remember when i would see the teaser trailer in front of movies and i'd be like why why are we doing like this animated spider-man movie okay and then it ended up being just my favorite spider-man movie period i just think it's one of the most creative movies i've ever seen i think it's one of the best animated movies i've ever seen it's just it's just creativity on a massive scale in terms of an animated movie and it handles all these different spider-men so well so i'm not not as worried about there being so many Spider-Men in this movie because they were able to do that the first go around and make it look easy and make you like all these different Spider-Men so I'm super excited for this one. I think it's going to be a great time and I can't, I'm so excited that it's like a two-parter. Like That makes me really excited because I was just excited about a sequel so when they announced like two sequels at the same time, I just... I was, a, I was a happy boy. <laughs> I was a happy boy that day. That was just great. But I'm so excited. now. I think it's less is more with this one. Like, I would see the movie without seeing a single other thing about it. Like, I'm, I'm good. Like I am good. But of course, am I gonna watch the next trailer? Fuck yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> like, I'm oh, not yeah. one of the I'm not one I'm not, not one of these purists it, yeah, so like I'm just gonna I'm good with this teaser trailer. I'm sold. No thank you. <laughs> like I will watch everything.
4: <laughs> although although I will oh, say god. seeing this trailer on a big IMAX screen was kind of overwhelming, especially with all the flashes and all that other stuff. I was kinda of like Yeah I'm sure. Oh my god. This this movie might be a bit much, but in the best way possible. Yeah, only- and
1: speaking of a bit much in the best way possible. We're <laughs> going to be turning gears now. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to be talking about the thing you probably are tuning into this episode to hear us talk about. And that is Avatar, The Way of Water. It finally, it actually hit theaters. It's a thing. It came out. We saw it. It's wild. We actually saw the sequel after over 10 years of waiting avatar 2 has finally hit theaters we've all seen it we are going to be talking spoilers here so if you haven't seen the movie probably be smart of you not to listen or watch the rest of this episode but definitely come back after you do see the movie and of course let us know what you think of it in the comment section below if you have seen the movie but let's talk avatar people you know nancy just let's start us off you know you can do spoilers you can do general thoughts just go for it. what did you think of avatar the way of water
0: Um, I definitely liked it more than I thought I would. Okay. Like, we've discussed the trailer on here and just, one, no plot (laughs) was given in the trailer. I had no (laughs) idea what the fuck this movie was about. That annoyed me. And two, the fact that it was coming out so long after the original, I feel like that's always hard to do and it never, uh, it never hits for me. It just it always falls flat for some reason. I think they did a better job of getting me emotionally invested in the characters for this one than they did in the previous one and I, I think that is one of the main reasons why I liked it more so um, than I thought I would. I'm not gonna lie though, the first five minutes of the mo- movie I was like oh, jeez, I'm gonna fucking hate this thing. Like, it was, I just hated all the, like, and then this happened. And then this happened. You know, we get, oh, and Sigourney Weaver's character, she got pregnant. We don't know how. Moving on. And, And we had four children. That's cool. Moving on. And then there's just so many skips in the beginning. I was just like, I'm gonna hate this. I can't, I can't keep up with all this. Um, But again, I think the introduction of all the kids was what hooked me for this movie. Um, It's still weird for some reason in terms of a franchise. I don't know what it is. It just didn't connect for me as like, this is a big franchise that's going to keep going on. And then also the way it ended, which we can get into more detail later. uh, It just felt very like. It's going to sound weird, but I'll, I'll explain more when we get into Judo. You know, but it felt very like Power Rangers-y, where it's like you have this one villain who just keeps coming back and we defeat him and he keeps coming back and we defeat him and he keeps coming back. And it's like, I just I'm need something now. new. Yeah, I'm blown right My right. monsters exactly. grow! <laughs> yeah. It's like, I just need something new. I feel like this is going to be an ongoing thing with the movies, and that part I did not like. So Overall, again, I, it was definitely better than i thought it would be but it's still i still have my qualms with it
1: okay all right let's pivot to khan what did you think of avatar
3: um i think it's about on par with the first one for me um i like the first one okay and i like this one okay it's definitely way too long uh there's definitely <laughs> points where you can just feel like james cameron is bragging about how much money he got to spend and how many like how much of the special effects look really good which they do but like a lot of it is just like look what i can do on the screen for like five minutes, um, but yeah, I think overall um, now that now like the story, I think was also a bit more original. Now that it's not like you know just dancing with the wolves again, um, and I think I, you do emotionally connect with the characters uh, more because you know they're, they're they have like the childlike innocence because of their, their kids um but yeah i, I also problems with it, like nancy said um i think the last act is basically just cameron doing titanic again uh, and we can get into that <laughs> later but um <laughs> yeah i think it's, it's a mixed bag but i would lean also more positive than negative
1: okay all right interesting interesting how about you craig
2: so, uh, you know, when you say we've waited over 10 years to see this, I would say I haven't been waiting. I haven't been waiting at all. I didn't, I didn't really care. Uh, but, the, you know, it, I, I did, you know, I liked the film. I liked it better than the first one. I didn't think the, I didn't think very highly of the first one. Not that, like, you know, it, just, it. it's always bewildered me that there's been, you know, that the first one made as much money as it did and that there's been reports that there are, like, people that, like, Got got depression because I could never actually visit Pandora, and like it's, it all just felt like hype that people were doing to like you know build up the movie. But um, you know I I think uh, echoing uh, Nancy and Khan's thoughts that um, <clears throat> the the kids in this film really sell it for me, and um, I think that the you know I, I I think part of the problem with the original is that the Jake Sully character isn't that interesting and uh, the I feel like his his kid characters who I I you know the, <laughs> it's it's still not like one of my ten favorite films of the year or anything it's not something that I expect to do well at the Oscars or nothing but um, you know it's like I, I can't even tell you the names of half the characters like, the, like I can tell you Spider
4: I, uh, I think his real name I, is I, Miles and, and it's like, I, 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 was, I was about to I was about to say sorry real quick. I was about to say like literally all I know is Spider. I'm literally going on IMDb right now to look up character <laughs> names because I know so I will be funny. like this I one and this one, and this one and this one. No, no, so, no see,
2: see like, the yep. characters. So, so his 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 oldest son is Leonardo, and his uh, younger son is Raphael, <laughs> and that's how I that's how I just called referred to them as I was watching the film. And uh, but Bam. no, like, like I yeah, and but it's, of course it's. Very, Visually, you know, amazing. Um, I would say like a lot. There's there's some dumb stuff in the movie, like the reasoning behind bringing Stephen Lang's character back. It's like, oh yeah, no, we like assumed that like you guys might die, so we like we're have, growing some Navi to like put your memories into for when you die. It's like really, really, really? really? were they really retconny? doing this? Was that did, like you know? Or, <laughs> but but that was, you know, as, as dumb as their justification for bringing Stephen Lang, Lang back in, I'm fine with it, because Stephen Lang's awesome. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's, there's, there's some other, like, they, <laughs> like, they're like, how do we make them more evil than just trying to do the unobtainium? We know. Whales. We're going to have them <laughs> murder whales Yeah, for another new money. substance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't this even substance even have a name. Won't, <laughs> it won't be silly like unobtainium. But, it stops aging, like, totally stops it. <laughs> I am happy that's an actual line from the film.
1: <laughs> oh, God, there, there, are some, there are some bad lines. And I thought we were supposed to be the most intelligent species. Fucking kill me. But I love Jermaine
2: Clement. I love Germaine Clement. I love that Jermaine Clement's I'm, in the film. Oh, I so, love that he was in but it, but Jesus. It's so, it's so <laughs> weird that His he was speaking with no. an
4: English, like an American accent. It wasn't bad, though. Yeah, yeah, it was no, a bad wasn't bad, But was why? It was, it was, it was, oh, why? Why? <laughs> it wasn't bad, but you cast a comedian like Jermaine, and you don't allow him to be funny. Like, you don't yeah, allow like him to really kind thing. of play in what he's what he's good at. So I agree with you. It's weird. It's a weird bit of casting, yeah. but I'm still yeah. happy to see him, though. I, hope, yeah, That I'm was hope. a nice surprise.
1: I had no idea he was in the movie. <laughs> yeah.
2: He had, he had that one great line that was like, and that's why I drink. <laughs> it's like, it's like ah. you need know, to get, you get a, do a, yeah. little comedy. Do a little comedy. Uh, yeah, no, the, it's it's weird though. It's like I, I'm hoping for the next movie that uh, that uh, James Cameron brings back Linda Hamilton, so he can have all of his badass females in the in, the, in one film. Because like, because he brought <laughs> in This are our Kate most Win-
1: badass female warrior, oh, not yeah, Sig-
2: Sigourney, Sigourney <laughs> Weaver, and you know, uh, and of course, uh, um, Zoe Saldana, and then Kate Winslet's other heroine, who he brought in for some reason, like. Uh, I don't know. You that, would never that, be able to act, tell if that's that Kate character. I know. I, would, I
1: honestly, said, no. I had to look yeah. up who she played afterward. Oh, yeah. I had yeah. no idea that that was her. I, it's I only knew it was out. her
2: because they right. made such a big deal about the fact that she played a pregnant character. So, like when they when they run in the pregnant character, it's like Kate Winslet nailed it. Yeah, I don't think she, but like did <laughs> her character <laughs> <she laughs> wasn't pregnant right, new, right away?
4: though. that was the thing.
2: Did her character ever go in the water because she made a big deal about having? Held her breath for like seven and a half minutes,
4: and I don't think she does the single yeah. underwater scene. Yeah, she? yeah, she does okay. when she's talking to the whale, and the whale's talking no, back. How's yeah. your oh. baby? <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect, impression. So how's baby. baby?
1: Yeah, these fucking conversations <laughs> yeah. are so funny.
2: That was totally worth. That was totally worth training yourself to break to to break Tom Cruise's record of longest uh, <laughs> breath holding of all time. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but it's I like, couldn't
1: help but laugh with the talking to the whales. I was like, yeah. okay, we're doing this. So this
0: is <laughs> was like, oh, and me, Big Craig yeah. brought it up of yeah, where the first time he was like, I don't understand what you're saying. And then by the next scene, he's like, It's too painful. He's like, Oh, okay, I understand. It's like, what? 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 I'm, <laughs> one scene. Yeah. I'm
1: really curious to hear what you guys I, I thought it was so funny Cause you didn't You know James Cameron Didn't want to have to deal With the Navi language So he puts in like The opening narration It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Now it just sounds like English to me And yeah, then it turns dude. Strictly to English. English I was like I thought that was like a, a, I thought language. that was A great
4: way to explain it No
1: No literally I thought it was Such a great like Fuck you I'm just doing What I want to do Moment I laughed I was like yeah. I'm, I love it <laughs> Yeah <no>, I <I'm laughs> such
3: classic uses Of the word bro I mean yeah. Exactly. my gosh that was the oh, other yeah. thing oh i was gosh. like why
1: bro and i feel
0: like we had bro, such a good tra- tra- trajectory with um spider and then all of a sudden <laughs> he, he got reduced to calling him bro and cuz every other line i was like what <laughs> This was such a good character, and all of a sudden okay, he's well, just uh, like... He calls but that's Rafa another Rowe question,
1: Rafa though. Rafa's it's like, what did cars. you guys think of that? Of Spider, this character spider? that... I don't even remember this baby being there oh. in the first oh, movie. Oh, no, I, I don't in the first movie. <laughs> you right. have to have... Uh, okay. In
2: order to know this character exists, you have to have done the homework to read the comics, which I didn't realize <laughs> <laughs> there were comics,
3: so... <laughs> but oh, yeah, this is Star Wars. This is a Star Wars. Yeah. No, because I was yeah.
1: like when they like announced <laughs> that like okay there was this baby that was you know taken in by the the Navi and raised as one of their own or whatever. I was like, wh- I, I mean, granted, I haven't seen the first movie in a long time, but I would have remembered that fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, feel, it. it's like I feel. I just feel like other- that was such a random yeah. thing just to add in there to like create some sort of. Conflict in you know within yeah. himself about which side I want to be on. I was like, this just feels so random to just throw in in the second movie. <laughs> yeah. It, it,
2: yeah, it felt like it felt like finding out that Palpatine fucks, finding out that uh, Steven <laughs> Lang fucks. This it was like <laughs> Steven to yeah. have
3: sex. <laughs> 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 Stephen Lang. looks
4: like looks like the type of person that probably would fuck and then would probably just bail. Like, like he, he does, totally does not really seem like a good sex. dude whatsoever. Right? I mean, to crazy. Bail because Pandora. he took two
2: arrows to the chest. But um.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then he <laughs> yeah, crushes home. his own skull. beauty <laughs> no, human. Yeah. But yeah, but... <laughs> what? How about so you, we... Andres? What did you actually think of the movie? We didn't get to you yet. <laughs> so, here's the thing. I am a huge Cameron fan. Terminator 2 and Terminator 1 are both in my... Like, they go back and forth in my top my top two movies of all time. Like, Cameron, I worship his feet. All right? I actually, in Avatar, I would say it's not necessarily my favorite out of all his movies, but it is probably my favorite of his theatrical experiences so far, and with this, I, I was looking forward to this, but not not because I was like, oh my god, this is like to be my top five, or whatever it is, but I, I was ready to experience whatever Cameron was going to put on screen for us. And I will say, the entire time that I was watching Way of Water, I did not question that all these things were CG at some point in time. Like, granted, it's there, and if you look hard enough, you can tell it's CG, but... I was so invested in what the world was presenting and in terms of all the visual content that they were giving us. And th- it was it was more seamless this time around than in the original, I think. And the characters truly hop out with that. But I think I've said it in my tweet before, but um, this movie, I feel, delivers a much more... Slower, much more deeper in a much more meditative movie. But that is not to say that I think this is better than the original. I feel that certain things are better in the original and certain things are better in way of water. But for me, some of the character elements kind of don't work because Jake Sully and some of the kids having seen it a second time, they end up pretty much in the same place that they were at in the very beginning of the movie. There seems to be no real changing the characters whatsoever, but in terms of an experience, I thought it was great. I was entranced by the visuals at certain points. Like, there are certain moments that, especially when it gets to the third act, no one does a third act as great as James Cameron does. Like When he truly melds in all the emotional content and he melds in the danger and he's able to cross between three different storylines all in one, and make him feel all connected. He is a master at that. Having said, this is not a perfect movie. I would not even say that this is better. I would, like, I echo con sentiments where it's like, this is pretty much uneven playing ground, but not necessarily to say that one is better than the other. I feel that these are both very complimentary movies to each other. Granted, we'll get into more story elements later, but... I, I would I would definitely recommend it quite a bit. I would say if you're gonna see this, see this in IMAX, see it in 3D, but also more importantly, see it at a high frame rate, because I think this is probably the best that the high frame rate has ever been. Like I've seen the Hobbit, I've seen Oh, my God. What's Ang Lee's freaking movie? Uh, Gemini the, Man? Gemini Man? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. His Oh, yeah. Gemini Man I did see. But what about the other one where it's like... Oh, Billy Lynn's Walk. Yeah, Billy, Long Long Billy Lynn's Long Walk. Yeah, I did see that, that as movie. well, too. All in the high frame rate. And even all the Hobbit movies. And this is probably the best it's ever been done. Because Cameron did something very smart where it's like, you can't have the high frame rate all throughout the movie. You have to pick... Certain sequences to really highlight it and to really complement the movie, so it doesn't take the audience out. And I thought that was great. Like it was like, oh, great. You know, it's the best way to do high frame rate. Don't use as much of it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me ask you, Reload Andres, because you kind
2: of contradicted yourself there. So as far as I'm aware, because you said see it in IMAX, but also see it in a high frame rate. My understanding is that IMAX doesn't handle the high frame rate. The Dolby handles the high frame rate, but IMAX doesn't. And you said you saw it in both IMAX and Dolby. So, yes. for, so first off, when you saw it in IMAX, do you, did you notice any kind of degradation of the, the effects uh, or, nope. or anything? Did you have a preference between seeing it in Dolby and seeing it in IMAX, if you would recommend it to someone?
4: Yeah, um, so in the IMAX, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't notice a a, a dip in the dip in the quality or anything like that, because with the IMAX, it's uh, it's done in like a dual um, a dual when when you have the IMAX that's capable of doing a dual laser and then basically that doubles the frame rate automatically right there. So um, there was no loss in the clarity uh, on my end, but I would say that I have seen it in Dolby and I have seen it in IMAX, but probably for me preferable. Was the Dolby experience because Dolby actually has more vibrant colors and it actually has more better, um, more better, more better black levels and, and stuff like that as well. And I thought the 3D actually stuck out a little more. And for for those of you that are wondering, they actually do maintain the frame rate. I'm sorry, not the frame rate. The um, the uh, aspect ratio from the IMAX version in the Dolby version. Probably the only one that's going to be cropped is the the 2D version and. That one, and at least with Dolby, personally, Dolby was my favorite one out of the bunch. Even though I love IMAX, but you can't lose with either of them, I would say.
2: And then, and then briefly, so the do you do real IMAX or do you do IMAX? Which which theater
4: do you do? I, Should I, we leave? I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering, do you do real or not? No, no, no. I, I know exactly what he's talking about. No, I went to Universal City Walk, and that is okay. the real okay, definitive so, IMAX. Just confirming. Just confirming. Okay. Yes. Right. So no more I did not I go I, to Burbank.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. it's so funny. Um. <laughs> wow i felt like you know like we're I felt like nerds. all of us, we, 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 we were just yeah. like nerds. on the outside of the window
4: and we were just like "Hey, there, there's gonna be like two other people who can be like oh all right all right all right all right that's great yeah. that's great yes
1: <laughs> um god but uh i mean i'm kind of like in the same the same playing field as you guys uh, i saw it in dolby uh which was like with uh 3d and with the high frame rate um, I'm not really sold on just high frame rate in general. I think I do agree. I think this is the best it's ever looked. But I just don't like the look of high frame rate. It just takes me out of a movie. It doesn't look cinematic. It just kind of looks like a video game and gives me that soap opera effect. Mm. And when I was watching it, it looked like it was a high frame rate pretty much the entire time. Like it very rarely did it look like less than that. I mean, I believe that you know he tried to just do it here or there but it almost looked constant for me and it was just kind of it was very jarring here and there and i like i think it worked better in the action sequences but like sometimes i would see it in like dialogue exchanges and it would just be like very disconcerting and i just i wasn't a huge fan of it but like i understand the appeal like visually for it but i'm just not one of those people who likes it i just like you know motion smoothing turned off (laughs) you know on my tv i'm just i'm just not a huge fan of i like movies to look like movies and not like something else but uh take that or leave it however you want to take that, um, you know, whether or not you want to see it in high frame rate or not, you know, definitely still see it on a huge screen. I, I would definitely recommend Dolby 2 because I think it looked beautiful and the 3D is phenomenal like in the first movie. I think this is even better. Um, it was so yes. immersive. I'm not a 3D guy at all and this is coming from someone who honestly kind of hates 3D. Um, so when I saw this was the only movie I wanted to go out of my way to see it in 3D and it really is immersive and it's really well done and James Cameron's like one of the few directors out there that actually knows how how to use 3d and use it as like a tool rather than like a gimmick so i i definitely applaud his use of that and visually the movie's stunning it's unbelievably stunning i mean th- the amount of times i'm just looking around the environments or getting distracted by this creature or that creature or even just like the way characters are somehow interacting with this thing or that like it just it was blowing my mind on multiple occasions sometimes where i would miss plot points uh <laughs> but um yeah it's visually like it's so Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because, you know, you guys, I feel like we're more forgiving about the plot of the movie when I honestly just think it's like a copy and paste of the first movie. I mean, it's it's basically the same fucking movie just with different characters and different environments. I mean... He's meeting a new tribe. He has to, you know, earn their trust and learn new ways. There's a new substance that's being mined this time from Wales. He's versing the same villain. Like, it's just like, it's the same movie, just, you know, dressed up in different clothes. And I was a little bit disappointed with that. Cause I'm like, all right, well, if we're doing a sequel, if we're going to have multiple sequels, I hope this isn't going to be the same formula every single time. Cause that's going to get repetitive. So I'm hoping that in avatar three, at least we pivot a little bit. We go down a different direction. Cause story wise, very, two dimensional very like simple and just not all that interesting but what really elevated like you guys touched on was the characters the characters are much better and i, I actually like jake sully a lot more this time around i thought he was way more interesting as a father figure the whole sully family i thought was really well done that dynamic was really well fleshed out and i like the interpersonal relationships with each other i thought that was really well done so like in that last act when one of them dies it actually hits it doesn't feel like emotionally empty i was like oh this actually you know worked For me, where like, I actually do feel something, you know, and the first movie kind of felt emotionally hollow for me where I just didn't care about anybody. I was just like, oh, this is like a pretty entertaining movie, Uh, but I don't really care about Jake Sully. I don't really care about the Navi all that much. I mean, that's just kind of how I felt this time around. I was like, okay, I could definitely, you know, get invested for a few more movies like I like where we're headed here. I just hope the plot doesn't keep repeating itself. But like, what were some of your favorite bits or least favorite bits? You know, anyone can just kind of throw them out now. Just
2: briefly I want to counter your your point that this is uh, just the same movie. Too. In this movie, in the first movie they were tree Navi. In this one they're water. They, <laughs> oh, I'm
1: so, so sorry. Movie, I'm so sorry. In the first movie oh, they, they were, so were blue. blue in the original now yeah. they're, one, they're turquoise. turquoise. Yeah, yeah. now they're yes. a different shade <laughs> the of the next blue. One be All right. Yeah. You should yeah. Yeah. Did you did you notice the difference fuck? <laughs>
2: Did you notice the difference in their tails? Okay.
1: See, it know. is
2: literally—it is literally the difference in the fingers. It is literally a different tail that works on two levels. Ha! Uh,
1: oh boy. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Scowl. okay, Craig. We talked. We, we talked about this, Craig. There was no. <laughs> I apologize.
0: This for is why Craig. it took so
2: long for me to be invited back. Yes, here.
1: <laughs> oh my God. But, well, like, I definitely want to know, what did you guys think about this inclusion of the Spider character, this, you know, human character that's in the Na'vi world? Because I feel like it's been kind of a controversial character.
4: For me, personally, I feel that Spider actually has an interesting concept and it has an interesting dynamic with the characters. Because, like they say, I mean, you, like, Tom, you said that, that he was raised by the Na'vi. He wasn't raised by the Na'vi. He just he just appeared at the end uh, he just appeared in the beginning of every day and he just hung around them i mean like so you he look was at essentially it essentially raised he was raised
2: by the nerds and yes, the nerds yeah. sent him to the navi they're like they just they're like we have work to do. Go, go hang out with navi <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> it's like it's like you being raised by your best friends or something like that but there, there were, i thought there was like a really really interesting plot that they could have done with um, Spider's arc with Nateri in particular where I mean, going into spoilers she looked like she was ready to slash his throat and I'm like, okay, it's never brought up after that I feel that that is an entirely missed opportunity in terms of I mean, in terms of was she really going to kill Spider but just that whole dynamic of a human being raised and wanting to be the Navi and almost being feral to a certain extent, I thought that was actually a really, a really interesting thing that they could have gone in. Maybe they're going to go more into it in the third and the fourth film because Cameron has stated that because the first one made so much money that he broke, he wanted to try an experiment and he broke the story for Avatar 2, 3 and 4 in the same way that a writers room on a TV series actually breaks a story down so he got this whole entire team to basically coordinate an entire three movie arc so i mean in terms i mean there's definitely threads that they left open in this film but it doesn't feel like stuff that they've ignored it feels like stuff that will come around later on in the film it, it well that's that let, let's let's hope that by avatar 4 um, everything does tie up in the way that they're saying it will, but with Cameron being as good with story as he is, I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see a conclusion to some of these open threads that have been uh, laid out in this film in particular. But yeah, yeah but I, I, I love Spider. I thought Spider was great.
3: All right, <laughs> well, he will a be time because one to... of the sons dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's one less kid to worry about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: I, I liked the spider character, and I also liked. It in you know, a large part of what he was there for is to help humanize the Stephen Lang character and kind of give him more dimension. I thought it was successful with that. I thought it was, you know, I don't know, like he, I, I thought I thought he felt like an actual person, and I also felt like he, you know, he felt like a shithead teenager, and I. Uh, but he also felt like someone that, uh, um, you know, served. Um, a useful purpose in the story in terms of a plot device as well. So he he was both a good character and a plot device. Yeah. To me at least.
4: Yeah. I think so too. Yeah.
2: One one issue I had with the film watching it um, was was the, the 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 the, the kind of the violence of it, and again, I'm not. I'm not saying, oh my god, the movie's so violent, but I mean, just kind of like we're supposed to be, you know, uh, completely identified with the Navi, and they just straight up murder people all the time. <laughs> like, they, like, oh, they're like, like as soon as the imposing. humans come, as soon as the humans are on Earth, yeah. like, all right, we're gonna. It's like up these people are trying to take all. over their planet yeah, against their will. Their I
1: mean,
3: yeah, because
2: they yeah I'm saying at the be... beginning. I'm saying at the beginning, like you know, when oceans. before, like before they even. leave their village. They're going after Jake Sully because he's murdering humans. That's like the whole thing. But I don't know. And, well, I, and I, you know, yeah, I, I, I get it uh, in terms, in terms of that. But I just also feel that there's, you know, when Stephen Lang told us, "like you killed good men and women," I was like, "He did." Stephen Lang is right. The
3: Stephen Lang also killed, probably killed good men and women. Or, oh yeah, no, no he yeah, yeah, also you killed
4: a lot of people. women. So. Stephen also, Lang you know, killed men, women, and children, and he also yeah. annihilated an entire. <laughs> entire let, Let's just call it what it is. It's an entire housing district they, uh, in the tree in the original movie. It's a peach tree. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Get it? Do, peach did you say
1: it was a. you say it, Oh, I thought he said a peach tree. I was He's like, doing a we doing a yeah, peach tree. <laughs> He's doing a dread rush. <laughs> he blew reference. up a peach tree.
4: tree. He's <laughs> doing yeah. yeah, a dread rush. There's nothing sacred. There's nothing <laughs> sacred. <laughs> <laughs> Craig and Connie immediately caught it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Look, I know I what you like meant, it, but
1: it sounded like peach.
2: Yeah. I understood what you meant. I didn't like it, like, but I got it. So I was, I was like, oh, "Oh, I get the joke." I just hate it. <laughs>
3: oh, there you go. Oh my god!
1: Oh,
3: but I mean, did, Craig, did you not like when that the whole metal cable ripped through that guy's arm? That was amazing.
2: Well, yes, no. that was oh, great. I guess,
3: that, was great. I said, that character deserved to die. Yeah, exactly.
2: But they, they were showing his characters that you know, you know. We—they've not shown us that these people deserve to die. There are good humans. I'd like to think so, right? We—we we can all agree there are good humans, you know. You can speak for yourself whole, like, on the that planet, one. Planet Earth is <laughs> dying. It's suck. like not—not not all of the people, like you know, the whole thing. The whole thing in the movie, like they tell us, Earth is dying. We need to relocate here, you know. And it's bit, you know, not all of the people are good, but you know, it's like, are, are, are we supposed to be on the side of like, yeah, fuck those humans, let them all die? the planet's gonna die, get, like, you know, anyway, I don't know. Well, I think the I issue just felt, was, I felt they just... were
0: like, Earth is dying, hey guys, we need another planet, can we hang out here? It was, Earth is dying, we're, we're taking gonna over. go and murder all of you, we're and taking, take, yeah, your take your it, land, yeah. and, and mine money. your resources, and, 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 the and mine
4: all your stuff, and mine the
3: bra- the Kill whale brains as well, too. <laughs> Kill your whales, so we can stop aging, and, well, yeah, you well, but the whale brain
2: stuff was separate from the rest of it, it seemed Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was the like, yeah.
0: There was too much. I feel like that was another issue with the movie. There was just so much going on. Of like, okay, wait, hold on. They're going after Jake Sully because for some reason, if they kill him, that's going to stop everyone else. It could cause even dissent he, or something,
3: maybe. Yeah, yeah
0: even what, though what? he already passed on his leadership to someone else. But then you have this whale thing going on where they're like killing their sacred whales or whatever. It was just I feel like it was just too much going on at the same time and we couldn't focus on like what okay, what is the most important thing that we're supposed to care about here? Well I thought it was more of yeah. a personal
3: vendetta that Stephen Lang had against Jake So it's like I need to kill him because yeah. I don't like him.
1: No, I kinda <laughs> yeah. like that what Stephen Lang's character just had the memories of the man. Like even when he's like talking to Miles like he doesn't feel like a father. He's like, I have these memories and you know, I, I like I am this man, but I'm not technically like I'm technically your father, kind of, but, but like, I don't really, really feel it, like, but really. I'm not really. And I was like, that's an interesting way of doing that. I was like, it's cool. It's but, just, but, you know, like <laughs> I just, you know, spider's just fucking random. I like the character, but like, just saying, oh yeah, this person was there. You just didn't see can it. Survive in cryo. <laughs> it yeah. was in the comics. They yeah. explained him in the You didn't do He's in the extended universe. Did, did, didn't you know that there were comics and that he was yeah. in the comics, you uncultured swine?
0: But I do love that he was <laughs> like...
1: yeah. Oh, oh my god oh, we, oh, you guys do with we each other again. Again. <laughs> you yeah you guys do you guys do it once well, an episode well, I can well, always me, count on it all right
2: so you guys are, let me I'm gonna jump in briefly though because we were talking about the different plot threads and how they didn't really connect but they were saying that they said they said oh you know the mining of these whales is what's funding the entire operation here everything mm-hmm. here is funded by all this okay but also you told us that earth is dying are you selling that are you saying that People of Earth would not pay to go to another planet if it wasn't for also getting this thing that will stop them from aging. It's just kind of like, you know, it's, 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 it's the, the, so the plot doesn't honestly make
4: sense in that regard. It's a little. <laughs> the, the, I mean, that, uh, f- for me, it sort of felt like you could almost infer that because of the fact that. They can't mine Unobtainium because this one dude literally led an uprising. So they're like, all right, Unobtainium is out. We can't do that. Uh, Let's go to the oceans. Let's see what's in the oceans. And they found something that is even more valuable to human biology than to stop aging. So for me, it, it personally made sense, but it was definitely a leap. That's for sure. But
1: also, I think the MVP more- of the movie was that well. I'm just saying. Oh, With, yeah. with yeah. the tragic backstory, I was like, <laughs> can, can he <laughs> be the main character? I, I mean, I mean
4: that, 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 that was the thing, is that, that all the stuff that's my favorite in this film, or some of my favorite scenes, are some of the stuff with um, with the sun and the whale just kind of swimming together and stuff like that. But it's, it's not... Be- I mean, like, so many people are just like, oh, my God, they could have cut it down. It's like, yeah, they cut it down. I mean, they could have cut it down, but also you needed some of those more meditative moments because you're seeing, like, Jake Sully in the original film uh, with all the flying seeds, he's falling in love with not only just... The ocean, but he's falling in love with an ideology, and that you sort of need to sort of have have a much more longer cuts if that makes any sense, and you kind of need an extended sequence. But I did think that they made it go on for far too long. But I will say, those sequences to me are 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 very visually visually wonderful. But also, probably my other favorite scene is um, in the third act when. Uh, spoilers you know freaking uh, nateria and everybody is on the verge of drowning I mean to me that just brought back just like just like Titanic. all the best stuff that they did in the Abyss, Titanic. or some yes, of the I, stuff that they did in Titanic as well, or a, t- or a Titanic. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. literally <laughs> a listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. 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 Cameron Cameron is yeah. allowed to rip himself off. That's fine. It right. literally felt
1: like Titanic too. I was like, oh my god, yeah. he would.
4: It's <laughs> like yeah. he would totally except, do it. <laughs> except he, except Hugh Sigourney Weaver to light the way. I I thought that was a really fantastic sequence in three D though
3: yeah the glowing, the glowing creatures that she summoned
4: yeah yeah yeah, and, and then also with freaking Sigourney being able to plug into the plants and like smashing them with the with the bots I thought that was great I thought that was so great Oh, sorry. One, 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 one other moment, but probably also, but probably also my, my small little MVP moment for Nateri was when she, when she uh, shoots the arrow right through the guy's head and then just grabs the arrow and shoots it right through again. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's, that's just Sarah Connor-isms right back over again. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, she, she, Gra- she's a, a Legolas moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah le- okay, Legolas, fine. All right, you win. <laughs> I did
0: wish nah, I that cool. was the funny though. is just always great. Mm. Yeah. No, I just thought it was funny how like he saw her arrow and how it was and was like Oh, that's her, and then like sees. No, it yes. was like,
3: like,
4: oh, Ooh. Ooh. he was just yeah. 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 <laughs> like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, but but like when that happens, you just heard the audience just laugh all at <laughs> once because you saw the whites in his eyes. just scope, like, "Oh fuck, she's here again." <laughs> I'm no, about I, to I love when she.
1: I love when she was like, "I, it's like I will kill you as many times as I have to." Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> "Oh fuck!"
4: Yeah, fuck, I are I those did, pregnancy
1: like, hormones <laughs> raging. Yeah, my favorite line of the film was like, "I owe you a death."
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I did wish that they permanently killed Stephen Langle because I think like people mentioned it earlier like we do need to I wish that the third movie will have a new villain. Like,
1: we I'm hoping that he dies in the third movie, and then we get a yeah. new villain for the next three, I no, guess, No, no the, third
2: move, the third movie. I can tell you right now how this will look. The third movie will have a different <laughs> okay. villain, and Stephen Lang will, like, be taken he'll in by a Navi no, tribe,
3: no, no. tribe we'll
4: and you're going to think...
2: Can you imagine he's going to kill off
4: and coming back No, 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 I'm 100% on board with Craig.
2: Craig, go ahead. In the third film, he's going to be taken in by a Navi tribe, and he's going to, like like he's basically going to like be torn between uh, signing with the humans, or actually doing what Jake, did and signing with the Navi. And but then at the end, he's gonna, uh, he, you know, he'll have like, uh, he'll have like a Navi girlfriend or wife and whatnot. And like, it's basically he's gonna like, you know, they're gonna tease like a, a face turn for him. But then at the end, he's gonna go full heel turn, and and he'll be be the big villain in the fourth one. Some fast and Furious villain. level. That's just my. That's just my. Yeah,
3: well, there's, there's, there's <laughs> definitely yeah, some Fast and but Furious. But, shit. But, also,
4: but, but but also Cameron has also established that he is probably one of the best in terms of doing the villain to hero turn or even in this case he could do the villain into hero turn I mean the same way that he did with the Terminator and also with uh oh my god I'm blanking on the other with Bishop as well too in in the well he didn't really turn Bishop into a villain that was more of incompetence by the studio by (laughs) Alien 3 but anyway the Terminator is a big template for for what he could do with Steven Lang's character
3: there are other ways to make a movie than ripping yourself off, but yes, I get it. I
4: was going to say, I yeah, just but, don't but, want, I mean, if you if you're going to rip to not yourself off, you you,
3: you would do well to rip cameron. yourself off if you sure. were Jim Cameron. If I was James Cameron, I would probably do the same thing, but, you know, i we're trying to aim higher here. <laughs> I'd, I'd want, like him to not rip I himself just off. I just want
0: like three more movies of James Cameronisms, like can we just get I mean,
3: some of the only so one ones can do great. the James so, sorry. Is cameron Sorry, it's Cameron. So, I get I kind of kind You can not take the Cameron out of Cameron.
1: Right, Again, baby, it's
3: changed, but, and especially
1: when and especially when your movies make as much money as they do, yeah. you're gonna think people you like your Cameronisms. One. You can do it every yeah. One. yeah.
2: Should, should we t- should we talk about this movie's box office though? Because it's it's the it you know it, it the numbers while large were actually like under expectations and slightly
4: disappointing. Yeah,
1: I think this gonna have the legs. I think I, it's gonna I, have yeah. a lot of legs. I think I think yeah. it should I, have I, legs I, I, also, I, I, but
4: yeah, because it's got it no
1: competition pretty, really. It's it's got no
4: competition and then also you have to take into account that so many people that I've talked to and even including family members and even just regular moviegoers, they're all saying, well, I'm not going to go see it this weekend because I want to go see it in a premium theater. I want to go see it in IMAX. I want to go see it in Dolby because you said it was an amazing experience in either of those. And also, I mean, IMAX wasn't necessarily the big gold standard until... Avatar came out, and until people were like, "Oh, you've got to see it on the IMAX screen." So, I mean, if you look at it, like even the box office, it's not as big as the original. Not wait, wait, like it's not as big as what people are expecting it to be. But it is surpassing the original by quite a bit, and even even adjusting for inflation, it's still bigger than the original. But we're kind of in this place now where it needed to break two billion right off the bat, but like like you guys are saying I think it's going to have legs I think it's going to make it back but I think it's going to slightly underperform uh, in comparison to the original I think yeah, yeah. Well,
2: I, I my my takeaway from that is what Andre said was that the reason the box office was so low was because he told people not to watch it this weekend.
0: <laughs> that
2: was my take. You said that because so wait. many people you talk to wait. said, all get, okay, I talk time, they're gonna wait till next week to see
4: it." So <laughs> no, no, no. But 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 I mean, I'm I'm saying from from fair, just the people ma- that I've talked to yeah. in particular. But 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 also these are people that are not necessarily big movie pundits and stuff like that. Like I'm talking about like family members and all this other stuff, and you have to also admit that you know as much as the film community is behind it you know we are with like there is that's there is that other audience where it's like oh they're not on the air following up on this stuff every 10 seconds but the first one made such an indelible mark in terms of what it was to go see something at a big screen and, and the pay extra to go see something in IMAX that I think it is it is sort of there is that little X factor that goes into this I think
3: Plus, I think more people
4: will see it next week because it's the holidays. And,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot, a lot, yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot more people will be off. So, yeah, so yeah, we
3: do need really to carve out well. three hours.
4: So, yeah. plus, also, plus also, we have a couple. We have one more three-hour movie coming out next this week, yeah, and yeah, Babylon, oh, and, Babylon and, right? and, and, yeah. and 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 hours. honestly, and honestly, people are like, "Oh, that's going to be the big competition." I'm like, "If you was to tell a family member to go see two three-hour movies, what are you going to go see? What are you going to go see?" Yeah, so there you no, go. But no, ba- Babylon
3: will Who be
0: are looking to make 30 million.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, Babylon, yeah. Babylon will be <laughs> fine, but it won't you won't threaten Avatar's box office. No, no I, don't, I don't think Babylon's mm-hmm. going to do very well at all,
1: especially with a yeah. 3 I mean, hour run time. Yeah. Mean, with a 3 I'm, hour I'm very I, I'm very excited to see it, but I don't think it's going to do that well I financially. Really.
2: <laughs> I mean, it, it stars Barbie's Margot Robbie, so It does. No, we all just said how excited we were. And about real life Bartles, Kendall so. Brad Pitt. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you
1: go. And I just Man, want to see Toby, Toby Maguire be wild. Exactly. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh um, But uh out of five pints though, what would we give Avatar? You gotta give it a final grade. You gotta you gotta press it on down. What are we giving it? Let's start with Nancy. Out of five pints, what five do we give Avatar water, the Way of Water? Right?
3: Because yeah. <laughs> Okay, God. <laughs> no, just to fit with the theme. You Not because I, mean, I don't drink. Five pints of water to fit with the. Oh, my God. Come oh, on, don't be that guy. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> the, way, the way
2: of water has no beginning and no ending. <laughs>
0: what did he, yeah. Drake say we were watching it was cool. he was like it sure feels like it when he said, just
2: when just he said that eye. I immediately turned to Nancy and I was like yep <laughs> it yep. sure
3: feels like it I've been waiting <laughs> for this ten for an hour <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I'll go with four I said between like three and a half and four
1: okay alright nice alright Andres how about you
4: I'm going to say I'm going to go at a 4 on this one. It's a solid 4. I mean, it's there's certain elements that were better in the original, certain elements that are better in this one, but I think they're both very complimentary movies and it's an experience that should not be missed. But it is not going to break my top 10 this year. But if, if there is a top 10 for like movie theatrical experiences for the year, this absolutely is this absolutely is definitely on the list. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. It's a fun time
1: alrighty how about you Craig
2: I'd go three and a half pints of beer
1: okay <laughs> alright three and a half
3: calm uh, I'm the same three and a half it might go up um, if I see it again uh, just now that I know what's coming but yeah for now three and a half gotcha yeah, uh, and I
1: would rest at a nice four out of five pints. I think it's just, even though it's got its problems, I just think it's a very entertaining, visually dazzling movie that, like, yeah, I don't really think you should miss it. I think it's absolutely <laughs> worth seeing in theaters on a huge screen, and, you know... Uh I'm, I'm game to go back to pandora you know i'm way more excited about avatar now than i was you know even just a year ago where i just felt like i just didn't give two shits about avatar and now i kind of have that pandora fever where i'm like yeah give us three more movies let's let's fucking go uh, i'm ready um but it's something my, i did want to touch it yeah you know, oh, go go craig oh, I was what, what, what my, my
2: grade does have the caveat that nancy and i saw it in a 2d theater uh, oh, so I, oh, I will. I will be seeing oh. it again in a three D, three D, IMAX at Universal. The real IMAX
3: on Wednesday. Yes. Oh. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, once the video, the
2: video the video posts,
3: I will comment whether or not I change my grade. <laughs> Nancy has better use for time. Gotcha. <laughs> we will I, I all will, expect
1: yeah. an update. <laughs> we'll yeah. expect an updated grade after your three D experience. I will definitely say I don't watch. It's actually lower. Did I give it three and a half? I really meant two and a half. My bad.
4: I will. I will. I will <laughs> say, seeing it in that in that IMAX screen over at Universal City Walk, I mean, it didn't necessarily affect my grade, but it definitely did add to the immersion to the movie, I think. Because since that movie just, that screen takes up your entire peripheral, it's it's mind-blowing at certain points. So, yeah, I would say that that is probably, if you can't see it in Dolby, or if you can't see it in, in any other theater, like, IMAX is definitely the way to go. I'm waiting for the 4D gotcha. experience. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, no. 4D. There, there, there is, probably there, is a 4D. There probably is a 4D.
1: There's a one on the fucking
0: walls. Yeah. My oh. God. <laughs>
4: No, 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 for,
1: 40 I'm actually done. I don't you have any You want to smell time. a Navi's shit? <laughs> I want to get so see, mad.
4: See, I'm, 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 I'm OK with the theater doing good. gimmicks and all this other stuff, but I'm not OK with a theater that has seats that punch you in the shoulder every time a hit comes in. I mean, I remember watching Jungle Cruise last year in 40X, and I needed a chiropractor after I was done with that movie. I was aching for weeks. Jen, you know it. I was complaining about this for weeks. All right.
0: <laughs> is she, is she in the room? Those...
1: Or... <laughs> oh, oh, she's probably watching.
0: She's oh, okay. watching. God. She's <laughs> she's listening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> actually, <laughs> I actually bought one of those chairs during the pandemic. So uh, once we get that uh, that forty X version on Disney Plus, I'm definitely going to watch oh. it and see how see how bad it hurts. <laughs> there you go. God, We're My so back is
4: aching oh, just thinking so about forty X. <laughs> Fucking worst. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell us, Avery. <Abram. laughs> <Ugh. laughs> Uh, but you've heard it here, folks. We all give it a very big recommendation. Definitely let us know in the comments what you thought of Avatar The Way of Water. If you have seen it, let us know what you thought of the trailers we talked about, what you think of the whole DC shakeup that we talked about in this episode. We want to hear your thoughts. We love the comments, so definitely leave some in that comment section below. And, you know, since this is our last episode of the year, not only that, it's our last episode before Christmas. Real quick, before we head on out today, I want to know everyone's favorite Christmas movie, movie and just give a quick reason for why that's your favorite Christmas movie because we gotta we got to talk about Christmas. Christmas movies a little bit here. So, let's start with Craig. What's your favorite Christmas movie, gun to your head, and why?
2: I know it. We're, it's easy. We made Nancy watch part of it last night, Gremlins. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, you know, I was watching it since I was a child. It's um, just got su- such such of the zany, madcap fun, and yet some you know holiday cheer and some, some lessons learned and whatnot, and uh, crazy monsters. And yeah, it's just... It's. Some, I've loved it since I was three years old, and it still holds up today.
1: Okay. All right, on. How about there. you? What we'll put you in the Christmas spirit?
3: Um, as one of the movies that came closest to making me cry, I have to say it's a wonderful life. Yeah, oh. that's a great one. Yeah. So good.
1: Wait, did you say it made you come
3: the closest <laughs> to crying? If anyone knows me, I personally <laughs> do not in a movie. cry. So any, you've never like, cried during, during a movie? I, I probably have. I just It's been a while since I actually like, like full-on tears. But Okay, it, but then I have no idea can... what that
1: statement meant that. I
3: I was on the verge of crying at the end of its so On the verge life. of crying, okay. <laughs> <And that's laughs> the ever a ever movie been. to make Khan cry. Yeah, well, now yeah, it's our new I mission soulless, to make Khan cry. Man, so
1: you
4: didn't cry in Wakanda forever? Banshees of Inishirin? Ice cold.
1: <laughs> Cobra. he was he was laughing in Wakanda forever I could hear it <laughs> how about you Nancy what's
3: your pick
0: oh you guys know what it is take a guess do I you have to know do I, I think about I it die hard no, no. Oh, cheers. <laughs> Uh the Muppet Christmas Carol oh, duh yes. Oh, okay. oh, my goodness. Yeah see, yeah. yeah, see, when you hear it, hey, now it's obvious. Yeah, no, it's it. I absolutely love that movie. We watch it every single year for Christmas. It's one that I've been watching since I was little. I just think it's so endearing, and Michael Caine did not have to go that hard with his acting, but, my God, he did, and it's amazing. That's,
1: and and we thank fantastic. him for it. Oh, my God, he's a national treasure Close second,
0: Dr. Seuss's Stole Christmas. I've also nice. Seen Whoa,
2: we said one. We said one.
1: She oh, had an honorable mention. Second, so, yeah. All right.
3: She snuck she it in there. This is... Okay. <laughs>
0: One third of my show, okay? <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Well, how about uh, you one after half of the guests? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Craig, Craig had my number one with Gremlins. Nancy had my number two with How the Grinch oh, no. Stole Christmas. I guess I'm going to have to go with my number three pick, and that is Jingle All the Way, baby. I love Jingle All the Way. <laughs>
0: yeah, there
4: you go. <laughs> like, like, I was just at a Christmas party, and then literally uh, we were just putting on Christmas movies in the background, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, Die Hard 2 is up. Uh, what what else does anybody want to watch? And I just went Jingle All the Way, and then literally the entire party just went, yes, Jingle All the Way. Everybody loves Jingle. <laughs> All the way. It's so amazing. I'm still looking for a turbo man, but you know, that that's 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 that.
1: It's good to have goals.
4: <laughs> yeah. The turbo um, man dolls, they're all gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> oh man. mine's like a three-way tie. I feel like every year it's like it's it's just trying to like one is trying to outreach the other. Mine's like a three-way tie between Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas uh elf and this is probably the dark horse of the holiday christmas movies that i feel like just doesn't get enough credit the holiday I fucking love The Holiday.
4: Holiday's great. I love
1: The Holiday. It is like one of the movies I look forward to every year rewatching. It's just so rewatchable. It's so much fun. It makes me happy. It gives me the Christmas spirit. It's just such a breezy watch. I love it so much. And then, you know, Elf and the Grinch. They're so quotable. And they always put me in the Christmas spirit. I love those. Um, But, yeah, you can't go wrong with any of those. And, you know, I think think it was last year I watched uh, Christmas Vacation for the first time. And that's uh, one of my favorites now. So... That's, That's a great one. One, that one, that one. That one's been climbing up the charts as well. It's fucking hilarious. I love it. People naming, um,
2: the people are naming uh, alternates, I'll just say. <laughs> 2003. <laughs> He's crazy. still I'm hung up, up on the alternates. The show before. Well, saying, elf, no one was elf, saying, elf, saying
1: you couldn't just mention like, you know, an you honorable said mention. said
2: name one real quick, and then you just had me go first. Right, real, just me go first. <laughs> it's not like we're I delving into, into all of them. No, I know. I know. But
0: He's So, there,
2: the, in 2003, there are th- <laughs> three, like my two, three, and four... Christmas films behind Gremlins are all released in 2003: mm-hmm. Elf, okay. Ted Santa, and Love Actually. Oh, oh,
1: actually, just watched that one the other night. Great movie.
4: Great, movie. fantastic. <laughs> That's a great one.
1: It's so depressing, though. It is. It's, it it's really honestly is. every time I watch it now, like especially this year, I was like, "This is a really depressing fucking Christmas movie." Like, there aren't a lot of bright bits. But it's
0: great. We're it's the every stuff, single stuff,
4: year. Nice I like Bill. Uh, um, I like Bill I love
1: the porn couple. Oh yeah. Just so sweet. <laughs> So sweet.
4: Yeah, and, and oddly, that's the sex comedy element of the entire movie, too. So, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> And it's Martin
1: Freeman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Martin Freeman, just the best. Before he was the big success that he is now. But uh, definitely let us know in the comments what your favorite Christmas movie or movies are. We definitely want to know that. And before we head out today, you know, know, this is our last episode, like I said, of the year. We just want to thank you for tuning in all year, for watching or listening to our show all year long. It's been a blast. We've had so much fun bringing in guests, doing it on our own, just having laughs, just going on wild, hilarious tangents. It's just been so much fun. The show just gets more and more fun every year. Uh, Just thank you for tuning in And we got tons of new episodes in the new year We're excited to bring them to you We're excited to talk about a bunch of new stuff So thank you for tuning in Thank you for watching It means a lot to us We want you to know that And we will see you in 2023 For a new episode of Film on Tap Where we've got the tap that never runs out And right before we go Where can everyone find you guys On the interwebs Let's start with Craig Where can the people find you
2: You can find me on Twitter At BarbarianCraig Uh, Mm -hmm. I, you know, occasionally tweet Uh, I'm not on the other (laughs) I haven't haven't (laughs) abandoned Twitter yet Uh, I'm not on Hexagon or Mastodon or anything yet But we'll see (laughs) And then you can also find me on Instagram Which is not run by uh, a a fascist uh, That I know of Uh, And that's uh, You can find me there at at, C.F. Gagner That's C as in Craig F as in Frank Gainer, your last name G A Y N I E R is in the French word to win because all I do is win. Just ask Khan and uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's, that's where, those are my plugs.
3: Jesus, <laughs> I not know She's what saying? you're referring to, Ooh. but whatever. I know, I know. <laughs> You know who <laughs> I else? I like the can infer. The yeah, people who heard, heard and the all plug all on the other
2: thing and then check this out we will yes. we'll be like, oh, oh, see. Jesus!
1: Ooh, I can feel that salt from here.
2: You know, he, he beat me. He beat me at Monopoly the last time we played, though, right?
3: What,
4: still playing backwards? Um, okay. I think you at Monopoly. Yeah, Nancy oh, My bad. Now, 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 do you want us wow. to step out of the room for this one? Yeah, yeah okay. this might get heated.
3: <laughs> look, look, I just
2: knew I took glass. I don't
3: know. All right, Con, how about you? Uh, i am also still on twitter uh at the king con i probably post less than craig but you know i'm still on there and then you can also find me on letterboxd uh posting what i consider funny reviews of things i watch because i think i'm funny maybe other people don't but that's up to you to say thank you (laughs) you are hilarious you You be the judge of if i'm funny or not you be the judge of my humor
1: uh nancy how about you
0: Uh, PL at PL underscore Band-Aid on Twitter and Instagram That's about it for now You can find
4: me on there Alright, and Andres You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Mm Galagos. You can also find me on YouTube.tv as Galagos as well and you can also find me co-hosting the Film on Tap podcast. Oh, wait, we're here. We're here. Okay, great. This, is, all right, all right, all right. We're all here. Right. All right. Someone's got I me. Mean, can
1: I leave now? <laughs> Jesus, bro, you,
4: you can't leave yet. You have to plug, Tom. Go. I you also need to
1: judge if Andres
3: is funny or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, no, no, you not funny. Now you're, yeah. you, fun is? I, I,
1: now you're just lashing I, I, out at people who care about you,
4: Khan. i lashing I don't. I don't need to impress anybody else anymore. <laughs> yeah. I've only impressed one person, and she's. Said yes, that's it. Ah. Yeah all i know is con <laughs>
2: <Khan> is hilarious <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go
2: you, you've heard it here
1: <laughs> oh my god and if you guys want to find me you can find me on twitter and instagram at tom chattel bash and you can find me on facebook and youtube at chattel bash reviews and of course you can find me here on the film on top po- film on tap top well my god the film on tap podcast every other week we will see you in 2023 for a brand new episode of the show like I said before, thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you in the new year. See you guys.
4: See you, Tom. <laughs>